Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Live, Ride, Learn podcast. This is your host, Sarah Hickner, and today's podcast is called I Quit. Hey, y'all. Here we go. Today's episode. Are you ready for this? I think it's going to be a little different from what you're expecting. Um, But before I dive in, did you love last week's episode with Megan Thurman? Holy cow. If you haven't listened to it, you need to go back and listen to it right now. Like skip this. It's, it's so good. I think you should go listen to me and Megan before you listen to just me. But anyway, I'm going to move forward because this is something that has been on my mind this whole week. I've been like, what am I going to podcast about? But this just kept coming back. And the thing is, is I feel like there's a lot of, um, I feel like it should be like a pharmaceutical commercial. You know how they spend one minute telling you about the drug and then three minutes telling you about all the side effects and the things you need to be careful of and the things you can't mix it with and stuff like that. That's what this, this lesson for me is. But I have so many different places in my life that I've applied this. So I'm gonna start with one and then I'm gonna work backwards. So First of all, um, I am a mother of two beautiful kids, a kindergartner and a third grader in a county that is still doing distance learning in January. They have not gone back to school. And so a couple months ago before winter break, we were having a day where um, I was possibly hormonal. I'm not probably. I was probably like I have one day a month where I can't handle life. Okay. So I'm assuming it was probably that day. And the kids were driving me crazy. I mean, they were asking for things. They were demanding things. They were yelling at me because I didn't get things to them in the time frame that they expected. And and all the while, and I know you're thinking, oh, my kids would never talk to me like that. But you get this strange dynamic when they're doing school and it's like they want, you know, they're thirsty or they didn't have breakfast before school started, which I will accept blame for that, y'all, because I don't wake up early enough to get them breakfast before school. So we usually do breakfast like at the very beginning of school. But anyway, um, they're they're yelling at me because they don't have what they want. They're crying because they don't understand what the teacher's saying. I mean, all this stuff. And it's and it's just draining me of all life energy. And suddenly I cracked (laughs) and I quit. I quit mothering for 20 minutes. I ran upstairs, locked myself in the bathroom and our bathroom doesn't even have a lock. So I literally barricaded myself in the bathroom, no joke, and took a 20 minute shower with the hottest water I could handle. And I cried and I dealt with it. And this is the deal. I quit for 20 minutes. (laughs) That's the key. Another story from the barn. A few months back, it was like a little bit after all this COVID mess started. We had been locked down. I had been riding my horse, Silas, more than ever. We were finally getting to where we could like show again. And y'all, I just love to show. I love I love all of it. I love the adrenaline. I love that it pushes myself. I find that I ride better in the show ring. My horse acts differently. I mean, it's, there's just so much to it and I love to compete. And so we were finally, I haven't competed in five years and we were finally getting ready, but my horse was acting strange and he wouldn't turn his neck. And um, it was kind of like a football player, you know, how we joke that they can't 
turn their head. They have to like move their whole upper body to look to the side. That's what he was doing. And so I thought, well, that's really strange. I'm going to have the vet out. And so the vet came and she looked at him and she said, you know, I really think he may have a fractured neck. Y'all, it's like, imagine the sky falling. (laughs) That's how I felt. It was this, Silas has had issues. I've had issues. We both have like just what I want and what I dream of hadn't come together in so long and suddenly not only was it falling apart but like money is a trigger for me and so I'm looking at this really expensive treatment for my horse and what am I going to do and and it was just frustrating and you know there's all these memes in the horse world they all these you know, horse people pass them around and it's about, oh, the only happy place is with the horse and horse hair can fix anything. And y'all, most of my life frustrations revolve around horses. Like, let's be real. Because when you love something and you want something bad enough, when things don't go right, it's hard, you know? And so anyway, I quit. I, I, I talked to the vet. I did what I had to do. And then I left and I quit for the day. (laughs) It's the key for the day. Okay, then let's go back to the story where I really learned this. In my sales career, which I love, um, there are really great perks. The friendships, the the events, the prizes, the money, the there's so much to it. I love the relationships that I've made. I love my team. I love so much about it. But there are really hard days as in anything, right? And I think I'm going off on like a tangent to talk up my company, but the deal is so many people hate on it because they have a hard day of rejection or a hard day of people changing their mind or whatever. And that happens in everything, you know, that happens at church. People leave churches. That happens in office places, your coworkers are jerks or people quit, you know, like bad, like crap stuff happens everywhere. It's not just in what we do. It's so anyway, um, in my Mary Kay business, I had a hard, really hard day where I'd had a couple team members decide they didn't want to do their business anymore. I had been trying really hard to get some bookings and it's like some days, everything just flows and it comes together and it's beautiful. And like three out of four people say yes and they hold parties and they join your team and it's so exciting. But then you have days and they, it feels like, and I don't know if it's true, but it feels like it all happens at the same time. Like you either get a lot of acceptance or a lot of rejection and it tends to pile up. And so I just had this day where I'd been trying so hard and not only was it not coming together, things were falling apart. And it was like 10 o'clock at night. And I just said, I quit for the day. (laughs) That's the key. I'm looking side to side. You can't see me. I should be on camera instead of on a podcast. But I quit for the day, y'all. There is something about quitting for the day or quitting for the next 20 minutes that gives you a chance to emotionally step back to say, to just stop worrying about it because you quit. 
Like who cares what's going on at the barn? I quit for the rest of the day. Who cares what's happening with my kids? I quit for the next 20 minutes, right? Like it just gives you a chance to just kind of wash your hands of it for a second and to step out of the situation and to regather your thoughts and to recenter yourself in prayer. Oh guys, God, like really, if you go to him in prayer, he can really help you recenter yourself. And, um, and so that way, the thing is we're not quitting forever. We're not, I'm not quitting my kids all day even because they're kids, they're five and they're eight and they need someone to feed them lunch. Right. But I, I had to quit them for 20 minutes and just go take a hot shower and they can handle it. They're old enough. They're not one years old. This is not an infant. And you know what? An infant can stay in the crib for 20 minutes if it has to, as long as you have it all set up safely. But anyway, um, sometimes we just need to take a step back and quit for a minute. Okay. That's the key. And here's the deal in all of us, all of this. I knew when I said I quit, I knew in my heart and in my gut that I was coming back the next day because the truth is, yeah, we could quit forever, but the pain of quitting forever is a lot worse than the pain of going through it, right? If I quit on my horse forever, if I washed my hands of horses, there would be the biggest gap in my life because God created me to be like, like horses is a necessary part of my life. If I don't have horses, part of me is empty. And I have just come to terms with the fact that that is how God made me. And so if I quit horses forever in that moment of frustration, the emptiness of the years of my life is horrible. And when people quit on their kids, they have so much emotional damage after. It's like, yeah, yeah, it was hard. And you but some, we just need to quit for a few minutes, y'all. We're not quitting forever. And with my business, the number of people who just quit their businesses because it gets hard. Anyway, I have goals and I have dreams wrapped up in my business. And so I know that if I quit forever, the pain of quitting forever would be a lot worse than just pushing through whatever hard stuff is going on. And so the quit is for a few minutes. You quit, you step back, you're done for a few minutes, give yourself a break, and then dive back in the next day. Or if it's motherhood, dive back in in 20 minutes because we can't abandon our kids for too long. So I hope it gives you permission to quit for a few minutes and to have that freedom of just being able to recenter and refocus and take a hot shower and know that, you know, it's not going to be easy. And the best things in life that God has in store for us, I think, are generally on the other side of a lot of trial. And and hard stuff. The best things in life, you have to go through the hard stuff to get to them, I believe. And maybe by believing that, I'm setting myself up for hard stuff. I don't know. But I just, you even think, I always think like in fairy tales, right? Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, all these fairy tales. To get to their fairy tale ending, they had to go through some hard stuff. I know that it's all made up, but just listen, they had to go through some hard stuff before they had the beautiful ending. And would it be a beautiful ending if they didn't go through the hard stuff? I think it would be like just a spoiled girl gets a prince, you know? <laughs> girl who never had a hardship in her life gets a prince and it's not nearly the same because that, it's a different person. We become the people God means for us to be through the trials. It's in the Bible. Romans 5, 3 through 5 says... 
Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Did you hear that? In our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. Y'all, that is like my go-to verse when I'm going through stuff, because we all go through it, right? That the suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. So anyway, I hope that this uh, this message today inspires you to just, when you're in a moment and you really need it, just take a step back and quit for a few minutes. And then come back to the calling that God has put on your life. Um, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you haven't heard, the Author Shenanigans podcast is up and live. Now, as of recording right now on January 29th, it is not on Apple Podcasting yet, which is driving me a little crazy, but that's okay. Um, but it is really good. We just had our first author about a week and a half ago. It was Elle and Robin, and they wrote among other things, a Beauty and the Beast retelling that was incredible. And they gave away a paperback book through a raffle copter. Our next author is Julie Hall. So anyway, it is such a fun podcast. Be sure to check that one out. Um, but we're not talking about that now. We're talking about this podcast. And uh, don't forget to check out Megan Thurman's last podcast, like my last podcast with Megan. And um, I've had another couple guests. It's just been a really good run, y'all. It's been fun. So uh, go subscribe to liveridelearn.com if you want to get a free short story for the book that is coming soon. I'm down to like formatting and stuff, which is a little overwhelming. Pray for me. Um, and I think my next podcast, I'm going to just kind of give you all the play-by-play -play of the diary of writing a book and what it's like, because I think you know, I hear a lot of people say they want to write a book. And so I'll just tell you what I'm experiencing so far. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great day. And remember to have grace for yourself and grace for each other.